Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the show. If you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms, check us out on Twitter at Tinfoil Hat Cast. On Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Pod. Uh, you can find us on Reddit. Uh, it's reddit.com backslash r backslash Tinfoil Hat Show. Or all comedy t shirts.com. If you have any suggestions for future guests or topics, go ahead and email us at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Welcome back to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. Come with me into the waters of conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Mr. Sam Tripoli. With my friend Ryan Davis. Thank you, Aaron, and what up, everybody? Welcome to another Tinfoil Hat. You know who we are. You know what we're here to do. Uh, very excited. This is this is our last show, but we're going to put out a special show. I think I'm going to release the uh, Black Cube episode of Patreon right. right before the end because it was such a funny-ass episode. I'd like people to hear what we're doing on Patreon. But this is the last one in studio. Uh, the year is gone. And it couldn't have gone better. We've had such an amazing, amazing year, Tinfoil Hat. And it's all because of you guys. You guys have uh, been such incredible supporters of the show. And your energy grows the show. Right? Much love. No hate. No hate. And sometimes there is some hate. And that's fine. I, I've, I've got to come to grips with it. Uh, and that's just life. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I just want to, I only got one date to push right now. I am going to be in Tampa for New Year's. That's right. Oh the, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay. I'll be at the Tampa Improv the uh the thirty December thirty first, and then I'll be there the third and fourth. So uh, come hang out and get weird, homeboy. Do you know in Tampa there's a guy who walks around and licks shoes, the bottom of your shoes. He's a serial licker. And his name is San Tripoli. He's no, be he's there not. That is, that is one fetish I do not have. All right. But I do have a lot. And guys, thank you guys so much for everything you guys have been doing for the show. So uh, we've been asked to do a show on this topic for a while. That's true. And we kind of talked about it before with David Seaman, but that was more about Pedogate. Yep. So we said, let's do this, man. And so uh, today... Uh, we're going to introduce our guest. We're going to get into a little uh, Bitcoin and some cryptocurrency. Why don't you tell us about our guest? All right. Despite being in the news on an almost hourly basis, there are still many people struggling to get their heads around the cryptocurrency phenomenon. Here to help us unpack this multi-layered cake of weirdness, please help us welcome Dale Sung, everyone. Dale Sung. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? We got, I got to be honest with you. You're the first Asian I've ever met named Dale. 
Yeah, me too. Uh, I was born in Wisconsin too, so go oh, figure. Oh shit, snaps. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just kind of happened that way. But that's awesome. On a awesome. farm with like cows and living on an apple orchard. It was, Hold on, it was you, good stuff. You, you, your family were farmers? Uh, Kind of. My dad was a doctor, but we just happened to live on an apple orchard. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's nice. great. And that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense, right? right? I yeah, mean, they exactly. need doctors in Wisconsin, right? Well, actually, I, I'm from Illinois. Uh, I was just born there. Uh, and then we moved over to Lake Zurich. Okay. If you guys ever heard of that. No. Oh, is that the Ozarks? That's not the Ozarks, right? Uh, it's kind of close, but it's uh, Lake Zurich, Illinois. Uh, 5, 000, about 5,000 people when I was there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was literally the only Asian person there, too. You were so. the closest thing to black they had, huh? Yeah, basically. Yeah, how was yeah. that? That's kind of fucked up. That's great. <laughs> so That's what, great. What brought you to L.A.? Uh, I came out here because, well, the fucking weather. I mean, come on. There you go. Like I came out here for the first time and... Yeah, I, I don't want to deal with that. Now I'm bullshit. Armenian, dude. I'm Armenian. It's okay? Right, right. Yeah. So you speak more than I do. I'm from upstate <laughs> New York. <laughs> we have a large Armenian population, but and I'm 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 older than you. But we were from a time where you assimilated in, you yeah. know. So we weren't trying to be super armo. Yeah. We were trying to be white people, and I literally thought I was white until I moved to L.A. And then Paul Mooney called me the N-word and told me I I, I I'm not white. Uh, you're Armenian, and he dropped a hard NR on me, man, which is from Paul Mooney is a, like a real badge of honor. But but I always get hit up all the time about being, uh, you know, like, hey, you Armenian? Yeah. And then he start, I'm like, dude, I don't speak. They're like, why don't you speak it, bro? And I'm like, well, because my family got here before yours, and there was a time where we assimilated in. I still think that's – that's I, 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 I love holding on to culture, but I also think – that we all need to come together, you know? So your only two Armo characteristics is hair and anger? No, no, no. This is why I can't be an actor, okay? Because I have two emotions. Horny and angry. That's it. Hangry. Hangry. Yeah, oh. that's it, dude. So if you need me to play a taxi driver, I'm good to go. <laughs> now, did you Now you grew up in what, uh, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. The only Asian. Uh, literally. The only one. And, and so you come out here and there's a and I was lot like, of what the, what the fuck? There's actually people that look like me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In America? Yeah. So that was obviously uh, a nice little, you know, But when they hit in... you up, was it weird because maybe you didn't have the culture of that? I mean, I'm, your mother and your parents obviously were, you know, they, they had culture, but like you didn't have the community around you, right? Was that weird to come into that? Oh, uh Definitely, definitely weird, but also at the same time, it was pretty cool um, because, yeah, it's it's nice to see that people like me are living in yeah, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's dope. I, I like it. People always ask me what's my favorite thing about America. Like, I'll go around the world, uh, you know, spitting some high-quality, multi-level dick jokes to the people. <laughs> I That's why they do call me the Carl Sagan of dick jokes, okay? So... And they always ask me, hey, Sam, what, what, what do you love, miss about America when I'm gone? And then you know what I miss? The diversity. Oh, yeah. I love that we live in a super melting pot. And I get why racists are so angry. Just imagine how bo- your entertainment choices when you're a racist are like what? Country music, Fox News, NASCAR. You can't like a lot. That's a very boring fucking world. That's very specific racist, though. Yeah. That's redneck. 
Yeah. yeah. There's many races. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, <laughs> it, it could definitely be uh, improved upon still. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's better than, like... I mean, what we're doing, than, like, dude, is, like, it's very... You haven't really been seen. We're, what, what we're trying to do is get away from the herd mentality. I agree. We, Absolutely. And we run... We're literally trying to create a group where you don't know your group by look. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like... You know, we're cavemen. We run in our, our, our clique and our, our our herd, and we know our herd by basically we all look alike. And now what we're doing is like that that, that doesn't count anymore, which I'm cool with. Now now you like our herd is geography. Yeah. Geopolitical now, you is know? It, is it true what Chappelle says about uh, Asians that the only uh, Asians that hate on are other Asians? Because I can tell that you're, you're from uh, Bobby's clan, right? Korean? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So you got the K-pop style. Did you, do you like K-Town? Do you ever get down there? Uh, I mean, I I definitely enjoy the food. Yeah. Um, I, You know, I don't actually have that many Korean friends, but... Right on. Yeah. I'm, I, not, I'm not like... I'm not like... You're you know, LA, like man. ethnicist to my no, you're own just a dude, people. Man. You're exactly. just a dude. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like judge... It doesn't matter. I, I don't judge people. Just you're like general, a Verizon right? Wireless commercial where you have one of everybody in your crew. Right? There you go. Yeah. No, so, I don't. I don't discriminate. I, you know, that's. I just I love people, and yeah, you know, too. I give everybody a chance because. Me too. It's, it's, yeah, everybody deserves it. Everyone's got the same, you know, heart, yeah. emotions, feelings, dreams, desires. So it, it's kind of synchronicitous uh, how we even got in contact with one another. We both know uh, Detective Forty Seven. Yeah. And he was like, "Man, if you're going to talk about uh, cryptocurrencies, I got the guy for you." So. Give us, uh, for those at home and for us here in the studio, how did you get involved in cryptocurrency to begin with? So it, it's, a, it's a pretty cool story. You know, I've, I've always heard about it back when it first was introduced back in 2009. Um, Which is now considered back in the day. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 2009 is back in the that day. It is back in the day. It's, that's a minute. That's a little yeah. bit of a minute ago. It's almost a decade. Yeah. It's but, crazy, right? Yeah. Back in 2009... Uh, Bitcoin was created. So Bitcoin was obviously, you know, for those of you that don't know, it's uh, it's essentially a, a peer-to-peer cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Uh, cryptocurrency is, it's essentially just digital money, but there's also more utility for cryptocurrency. There's, you can do, uh, you know, pay royalties for artists. You can have smart contracts for escrows, uh, titling, Um equity services it's 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 literally endless and it's incredibly more efficient for large corporations banks are getting into it you know there's just so many use cases for it right uh for me though in particular how i got introduced to it was um you know i was playing online poker at the time back around uh, is that still legal or is uh, that illegal now i don't fucking know i I don't really i don't really play anymore um but I don't know. I don't like know. How long would you play? Um, like, man, would you sit I, down, just I, go for it? I would fucking just, I would go at it. So you play online poker against other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, crazy world, right? What's yeah. the most you ever won? If you, um, want, if you want to disclose that, I mean, it was it was definitely a, a good amount. It was it was a good amount. There you um, go. So I mean, this is here. I am. I I'm ready to cash out. And at the time, I've been cashing out for you know like using just wire transfers. Mm -hmm. So wire transfers take anywhere from three to five days. The other alternative would be just a a check, which gets mailed to you. Uh, It takes three to five weeks. So I was like, what? No, I I want my fucking money. Yeah. 
So uh, the wire transfer obviously was the best alternative at the time, but by the time it gets to your bank, um, you know you're paying a large you're paying a large fee because it's it's basically these uh, the online c- poker company that I was actually a part of they they weren't here in the states they were I don't know where the fuck they were they were like somewhere in the island somewhere <laughs> so they would transfer the money to an offshore bank which would transfer to another offshore bank and then by the time yeah. it hits to my account it's like hit five different banks and uh you know you're charged like i don't know or something ridiculous like five like over 5% maybe you know it was like for let's just say for like every 1000 it would be like um almost like 50 bucks something something ridiculous like yeah, that yeah 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 so a lot. um Finally, one day, I, I this other option pops up. It says Bitcoin, so I was like, "All right, well, I'm kind of interested in that." And, I've, and it I've says heard it, it on the uh, on the website. Yeah, so on the on the pay payout options, there's there, now there's the wire transfer, the the check, and then there's also this uh, Bitcoin option. So I was like, "Well, I've heard of it. I, I know that it's like this online payment thing. I'm not very familiar with it, but let me test out a little bit of money here." So you know, I tested out. I tested out like 500 bucks and I was like, all right, you know, uh, if, if I lose this, then all right. It's uh, 500. It's 500, but um, I'll test it out because right, right. it says that you can receive it in 15 minutes. So I was like, ah, oh, that's, you know, like compared to three to three yeah, to five yeah, business yeah. days plus the fee, it was free. So I was like, all right, well, let me give it a shot. Uh, I go set it all up. You have to get a Bitcoin wallet. So I was like, what the fuck is a Bitcoin wallet? I mean, how... So you I start researching all this information, find the Bitcoin wallet, uh, finally get the address. So you get these addresses that are attached to your wallet. And then once you get, <laughs> you're looking at me like, what the fuck? Whoa, man, this is like uh, some fucking fight club shit. Yeah. So uh, you get you get this like crazy wallet address, which is unique to your wallet. Um, and, you know, you, you have all your information to go into the wallet. You have there's ways to authenticate. Uh, it'll like send you an email. It'll send you a text, you know, to verify that this, in fact, is you that is receiving this money or trying to send the money. So I get, I get, go through the motions. I finally uh, get the wallet address, submit it over there to the online site, and in literally five minutes, I get my money. So I was like, "Whoa, this is fucking dope!" I get this in five minutes and. I mean, obviously, who who wants to wait? Now three to five you days? get you get Bitcoin, right? You got Bitcoin, um, or did you get like something you could actually? Yeah, no, no, you do, you do get the Bitcoin. So you know, now I have I have paid in Bitcoin. Okay, so now you have this Bitcoin, so and now, now you've got this world to find out where you could spend. This now Bitcoin. I have now I have Bitcoin. So like, this is back in 2014. So this is back in 2014. So for those of you that know, don't know, that was before net neutrality. Yeah, yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> Back in 2014, uh, I was withdrawing $500, uh, which was my little test to see if this, in fact, works. And um, that $500 that I cashed out was about 2.2 Bitcoins. Interesting. Back in 2014. I don't know if you guys know uh, the peak of Bitcoin about in the past two weeks or so. It, it's hit right around 20 k Depending on where you are, though, uh, it hit 
like 26k in Ghana. It hit 25k. We'll, we'll get in into that because I, I South need to Korea. Because you say 20k, that's 20,000. 20,000 20, US dollars. Because sometimes for I, one Bitcoin, I go buy boner pills and they'll throw like 33k on that, and I don't even know what that number means when I buy a boner pill. Like, what does that number mean? That's the number you tell the uh, emergency room uh, surgeon. Okay, they're like, like, hey, dude, how jacked on boner pills are? I'm at 33K. You think they'd ever have uh, uh, an intervention show on a guy who can't stop popping boner pills? Starring me? Yeah. Doing an intervention. Is this what's happening right now? Are they going to come through the room? So let's let's get into – let's let's start from where it starts. Can you give us a little history on what – and some people might know. So this is for people that have no clue what's going on. And real quick, I want to go. Th- we got an hour. We're going to go through this whole thing. I want to get to the end. So at the end, if you make a decision, you're like, I want to try this. You could do this. Results vary. I don't. <laughs> we can't guarantee anything. I I'm just can't do it. You can't invest everything and then go, hey, Tripoli, it didn't work out. And you, this is your own thing. I'm trying to give you guys the information that you guys can do a little more of your own research and then see if you want to get into this. I'm actually going to be starting. Uh, I'm, I have already started with um, a good friend of mine. We're starting an online cryptocurrency academy. So. Literally from A to Z for anybody that doesn't know what the fuck it is, how to use it, uh, hmm. how to open up a wallet, exchange money, trade, uh, withdraw money. Literally everything from A to Z we're, we're covering in this um, online school. All right. So let's get into this. Real- no, that's going to be great. When do you think that's going to be out? Um, I think it'll be ready by about the next two months. Uh, nice. Maybe a little earlier than that. Well, Dale, tell me if I'm incorrect from what I was researching about it. So uh, cryptocurrency is a digital money system designed to make transactions super secure. The complex tender uses crypto cryptography, a form of secret coding originating from the Second World War, to process transactions securely and verify them. A host of different currencies exist under cryptocurrency banner. The well-most known is Bitcoin created in 2009 as a form of digital money and world payment system. Now, before this, there had been attempts at this, right? They attempted to do a digital currency. Uh, Most likely the first time was on Super Mario, right? Is that the yeah. coins he's going to grab? Those yeah, big- exactly. That's that's where it, it, it was um, inspired from. So, so mining... Uh, Bitcoin involves a complex uh, computer solving. Well, let's get because there's some stuff in the, the, yeah. This I, is like I, just breaking breaking down here. So, because a computer solving a difficult mathematical problem with a 64-bit solution for each problem solved, one block of Bitcoin is processed. So, this is the term mining. Okay. So the computer does a full-on mathematical equation, and after that shit gets done, and you mine a single Bitcoin. Oh my god. Now, where it all stems from, what is it, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto? Explain to those that don't know him. So what's that about? Nobody knows him, right? He's, he's, uh, he's a mystery man. Um, nobody really knows what he looks like. The guy was originally this economist that the whole idea of Bitcoin was really, it, it, where it really came from was Satoshi Nakamoto and all these other economists that were saying that Bitcoin is a way to distribute wealth and money to other people that rightfully own it. Um, you know, it gets a little bit into the whole idea that we Cent- want to decentralize the 
the power of institutions, banks, governments, etc., things like that. So, you know, the whole idea is you put your money in a bank, mm-hmm. the bank takes your money, yep. lets somebody else borrow that money, and they pay them interest. And, um, you know, like mortgages, loans, things like that. So it's a debt-based system on fractional banking. Well, yeah, man. You know, it's like that whole thing about, you know, I'm not religious, but look at the story of Jesus, man. Who killed Jesus? There's always, oh, the Jews. It's not the Jews. Jesus was a Jew. The bankers. Why did why did why they go crazy on Jesus? Because he walked into the market, kicked over their tables, going, you can't fucking, you can't uh, charge Ex- interest on money. money. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. So the conspiracy is that Jesus was killed by bankers. Jesus was woke, homeboy. That's all I'm trying to say. Jesus was woke. That'll be a new T-shirt. Jesus was woke. <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, basically, uh, it was this whole thing because, and it had something to do also with like the crash, right? That this came out a little after the crash. Uh, the crash happened in 2007, 2008. That kind of affected the. Uh, they the believe economy. the economy yeah. uh, obviously affected comedy, affected the election. Obama gets elected, and the whole thing is that this guy feels like we gotta get away from this. Because I mean, like if you look at what the banks were doing, like Goldman Sachs, right? Goldman Sachs was putting together portfolios. Anybody who's for deregulation, yeah, they yeah. have to hear that they're putting together portfolios with bullshit loans, with too. with with properties, real estate properties in it that they knew loans that they knew were going to falter. And they told their investors to invest in that. And then they took insurance out on it. Exactly. Banking on the fact that these house values would appreciate, even though they're like class level D, just bullshit. Right. 100%. I was trying to look for this. uh, Um, Someone put out a It's funny funny though, like Goldman Sachs actually right now is going to start diversifying their portfolio with Bitcoin. See, that makes me nervous. You know, it's it's fucking crazy. And I don't know if you guys know this, um, but the New York Stock Exchange is um, they're actually trying to get the ETF uh, to get it as um, a way to buy stocks. Yeah. Pay stocks is a way to basically, you know, get hedge funds to trade Bitcoin. Now, there's not. OK. We'll get I, I, we'll get into all that too. I want to get into more of that because that's after like kind of what could be a problem with Bitcoin. So this guy invents this thing. Uh, this now that I, I was trying to find a meme while you were talking. Uh, someone put out that like two Japanese uh, electronic stores and like two Korean. Like you find this guy's name in those four companies. Oh, they think it's an acronym built out of like Samsung. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, something, Yamamoto, something like that. Motorola. So, so it's like a, the name itself is uh, – so yeah, there's – it's interesting. So no one knows who this dude is or they do know who he is or – I don't I, – I wish – I mean he's a fucking genius and he's sitting on a ton of fucking Bitcoin. So, so no, it, he's – honestly like no one really knows him and he wanted to keep himself disguised. He wasn't doing it for the fame or anything. He was really doing it because he wanted to offer a new system – that could potentially take the the leverage away from centralized institutions. So yeah, like the Federal Reserve that taxes us on all of our money, and that yeah, and the reason we're going into uh, we want to go into uh, North Korea and we want to go into we want to go into Venezuela is because they want to get off the petrodollar. What's the petrodollar? In case you don't know, the petrodollar is the Federal Reserve and Nixon took us off the gold standard because our inflation was so high. And they put they backed their money by uh, Saudi oil, and that's you know you have unlimited oil, right? It's unlimited, 
So you can print as much money as you want. And now anybody who tries to get off the petrodollar, now the hammer comes, which is a big thing. Because and we'll get into this too. Hmm. Uh, pet, the uh, everyone's saying buy Bitcoin before the end of the year. Why is that? Have you heard that in the in the rumors? Um, in the chat rooms. I mean, it's you know, it's entirely up to you. Uh, I'm not a financial advisor, so uh, so but, so how how'd you go from playing uh, computer rounders into getting deeper and deeper into this? So because uh, since you're our go-to guy, uh, explain to people like where if you want where you are sitting at now, what you how'd you get involved deeper into this crypto? Well, um, yeah, obviously when I was when I was first introduced to it, I started seeing the the potential. I I didn't know that it would get to this level mm-hmm. but i had an idea that it could i just didn't know that you know if if the government was going to ban it there was ideas that they they would ban it that other countries but it's you know it's almost like how do you ban the internet you know like how do you pull the fucking plug you you really can't but it's just i had no idea how much it would really get adopted by the masses i mean it's still a ways to go um but at the same time, you know, it's a very healthy future. You can, I can see it's a very, very, very healthy future for, you know, anyone that doesn't know about it or that, that isn't a part of it right now. It's still, you know, a lot of people are like, oh my God, Dale, is it too late to get in the game? I remember when Ether was, was like, people were telling me to buy Ether, Ethereum at, at $20, but now it's 800 Isn't it too late? Uh, you know, it's this... Global market cap, which is essentially the total amount of money that has been invested into cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. is at 600. Right now, it's about 600 billion. Um, yesterday, it was right floating around 640 billion. So, obviously, like you can tell from 640 to 600 how volatile this type of industry is. Uh, for a lot of people, you know, it's that it's it's tough to deal with. You know, I remember when I was first telling my friends to check it out, they called me up and be like, oh my God, Bitcoin's down 20%. What the fuck do I do? I'm like, just fucking relax, just hold. And that's, you know, honestly, that's one of the biggest things. If you actually start getting into this and you actually are investing seriously and you're, you have an actual plan for why you're doing it, you have to make sure that you have your complete emotions and mentality completely in check. Hmm. Uh, that's literally the number one thing. You just you, you have can't, to can't live and die by ups and peaks and valleys. No, you have to have a plan. Uh, for me, literally every type of coin that I'm invested in, I have a fucking plan before I go into it. Uh, while it's performing, how it's performing, and I have a plan for how long I hold it for, what I do once it reaches a certain level, what I do once it 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 falls to a certain level. Um, you know, there are times that I've invested in some of these coins and they've outperformed my expectations. So, you know, like those are those are also emotions that you have to learn to rec- you know control because like when you're and when you're in that kind of level too. Um, you you're never really you're never really done until you cash it out. Either. Right, right, right. So, so how many uh, different cryptocurrencies are there? Hold on, I, oh I, I my want, God. I want, I, can There's we get through this real quick? I want to get in how to do this, how and get into it. Then I want to talk about the ups and downs, and it's very interesting. How, to me. how do you do this? Okay. Yeah, so I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm on this uh, website called uh, what's this? I, I, for some reason, my computer is just 
fucking up here. Uh, it's well, just ask me. What do you What do you want to know? Block geeks. I'm getting a lot of this information from block geeks. Okay. So let's say I uh, I've invested in some Bitcoin. How, where would I go to buy Bitcoin? You have to go to an exchange. Um, where that, are, are, what are some of the exchanges that you think would be best to do? Uh, honestly, the, gives us the inside scoop, dog. Some I, inside info. I don't. I personally don't like any of the the exchanges myself because um, they're all going to be tied to the IRS, and they're literally handing over all of your information to the IRS so that you know they can set you up for uh, taxation. Yeah, I mean they're they're not. At first, everyone's like, "What the fuck is this? It's a, is it is it real? Is it is is there value?" And now they see that the market cap goes from something like a hundred billion to six hundred billion. They're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We want a fucking piece of that." Yeah, of course. So, yeah, uh, of course. You know, personally, that's why weed took forever to legalize. They had to figure out how they could fucking tax it. Yeah, exactly. Now they now they want their money too. And you know, the weed industry in LA is supposed to be a big fucking industry. You know, right? It's supposed to be by 2020, 30 billion dollars. Yeah. Well, like cryptocurrency shits on that. Like it literally just dropped 40 billion last night, no- like today. So, so that's how big of an industry it is. It's what crypto do you use? What cryptocurrency do you use? A coin? Is it called Coinbase? Uh, well, you can use Coinbase. That's that's one of the most easiest ones to use. Um, about a hundred thousand people are joining Coinbase. There's other exchanges that you can jump on. Uh, you can also get coins from localbitcoins.com. You can literally meet people up and just give them cash and they'll send it to you. Uh, you can have like a private wallet, which is in an exchange. And then you, you know, you can. I can just show up some dude going, and I, what I got hand him like, how much money, if I wanted to buy one Bitcoin right now, would I have to hand him? Uh, right now it's about 15K. $15,000 for one 15, motherfucking Bitcoin. Yeah, well, that's it just dropped. Uh, a few, about a week ago, it was almost, it was about 20K. Interesting. Yeah. I like this weird shady-ness to it because it's got like it's implications. So I'm that, trying to wrap my head around it. It's a big, it's a big, uh, you know, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. Um, so I, I dropped 15K on this, right? Yeah. 15,700 is the price right 15, now. 15,700. I go I go on my computer. I, I I meet down at the local Bitcoin shop where the kids are all hanging out. You Raven. know, it's like, a, it's like a, a black barber shop. Everyone's just hanging out, telling cool stories. And I, I decided to buy a Bitcoin. I buy one Bitcoin. One Bitcoin. And that is worth 15,700, right? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So I got this Bitcoin. Now I want to buy service. Let's say I want to buy your new school, right? Your, this new school you have to learn how to do Bitcoin. And I want to pay for it in Bitcoin. Yeah. So yeah, we, what would I, I, I contact you, right? I contact, hey, I, want to, I, want to, I wanted to get some, uh, I want to buy your school. So I, I hit you up. Yeah. Is this how it goes? And yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, well, our, we're obviously, we're going to accept all forms of cryptocurrency. Um, but at the same time, it's. So like, can I break my Bitcoin? Yeah, you up? can bi- break it up. You could break it up. So you know, our our school is going to be four ninety seven. So it would just be four ninety seven divided by fifteen thousand seven hundred, and that would break it out to what the actual point it would be point zero 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 zero, uh, like point zero zero zero. So you're saying your, your school is going to be like four hundred and fifty bucks? Is that what you're saying? So yeah. you would take four fifty from my fifty from, from your one bitcoin. Yeah. So mm-hmm. your your one. Bitcoin. So now I got like a half got, a bitcoin. No, half a half a bitcoin would be seven thousand. 
Oh, okay. So I have like a little, I have like a fifteen thousand dollar Bitcoin. Yeah, or around that. Where do the well, no, you're, you're fuzzy math. You're not. You're not going to have one Bitcoin anymore. You'll have about point nine 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 zero five. Okay. Or five. Whatever, okay. Where the fucking number okay. it comes out to. So, so we we agree. I'm going to buy your awesome new school. So we we, we what we do? We requ- requested transactions is broadcasted to people to people. Right. This is the big thing. It's people to people. Is that how it goes? Yeah. That's just. But that's just one example of what Bitcoin can do. Bitcoin is the most limited form of cryptocurrency. But at the same time, it's it's literally the king of cryptocurrency because it was the first to enter into the industry. Obviously, it's like MySpace. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like MySpace or I don't know. One of these young whippersnappers like, gonna come up and take its thunder eventually. There are there already are other ones that are coming around that have a lot more value. Uh, but at the same time, Bitcoin is just it's the digital gold right now. It's digital gold 2.0. Okay. Uh, a lot of people don't. There are merchants that obviously accept Bitcoin. You know, you can go to like a a restaurant, certain places of the country and in the world that will accept Bitcoin. There are e-commerce stores, places online that will accept Bitcoin. Okay. Um, but yeah, at the same time, Bitcoin is it's slow. You know, you were talking about the mining stuff. Uh, it's a consensus algorithm, which is basically a way to validate the transactions okay. to make sure that it's that it's legit and then it goes on the blockchain yeah that's what i'm talking about so you do this boom it's it's uh consisting of computers it's a network consisting of computers known as nods right nodes 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 nodes, okay yeah and then uh there has to be a validation after that right yeah now everybody has to validate it or a large group of people have so that's it depends on which currency that you're using and it basically it has to validate the transaction on both ends. That right? both of you are legit. That you have the money and he actually has the product. No. Okay. What no, do we the, validate? There, there are that what you're talking about. You're a little ahead of yourself. That's like that's some advanced level. Dude, I got like a black belt. Yeah. No, that sounds crypto, like it. Homeboy. That's that's fucking. That's called a smart contract. Yeah. Um, that's what Ethereum does. Um, but at, as of right now, blockchain doesn't. And they won't actually be able to have that sort of technology available. But what you're talking about is going through the consensus algorithm. It'll validate the transaction and it gets recorded on the blockchain. Okay. That's the reason why it's so valuable because it's decentralized. It's decentralized. Like you literally cannot pull the plug on it. It's just it, it's out That's there. That's a big already. thing. Once you spend the money, it is gone. It's There's, fucking gone. The, nobody you can't can do complain it. it to somebody and be like, "Oh yeah. wait, my money's gone." Right, and, right, right, right. And right. then the, that's why you have to make sure that that I that address like, that you're. I normally I'll just I triple check uh, and I'll copy and paste. I I don't ever type it out because you're literally dealing with like a twenty six digit code. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, and that code is what allows you to send the transaction. Uh, and then there's like, there's two-way authentications now. So once you send that transaction, you'll get, um, for example... And that is your code for get, like, all your Bitcoins, if you buy a couple Bitcoins. No, no, no. Uh, that's the the wallet. So it's the, the wallet. wallet address. The wallet address. So I'm address. talking about that ID is the wallet address. But is that ID good for all your Bitcoin? 
Uh, so you can. You could technically use the same address if you want. Yeah. I mean, or do you? As every Bitcoin get its own address? You could also have your own address. Uh, you could have a separate address for. You could have one wallet with literally infinite addresses if you want. That would be chaos. Yeah, you don't need to do that though. You could just have one address. And so I could so I could tell everybody out there, hey, this is my address, 1LZH2WPP, whatever, blah, blah, blah. blah you got to go to that fucking address and send me some Bitcoin, show me some love, everybody, you know, mm. and I could continue to use that. There are people online that, that do do that. They have, they have this address and they just, uh, they tell people, hey, if you guys like what I'm doing or if you guys like my information, go ahead and donate some money to me. Here's my tip jar. So it's okay. You can do that. Nobody can hack you. It's safe. Um, but the reason why that the this whole Bitcoin cryptocurrency, why it's so valuable is because of the technology of the blockchain. So you yeah. guys are like looking at me like, right. what no, the no, fuck no, is no, that? No. Uh, it's, it's, it is. The blockchain is... Yeah, what is the blockchain? It, it, it's... Um, it's literally just a fucking cube. That's it. It's and just a, what about the black cube? It's just the dude. black cube, and and it's, it's a, a cube, and it is. Why is that so important? That 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 this transaction is is cemented in stone in this cube. Why does that make that so important? Um, because that that validates that that transaction it's public. Okay. Okay. So because it's public. Anybody can go back and look at that transaction. Okay, it's like it's just open books. It is open books. It's a essentially it's a public accounting ledger. And that's what the blockchain is. So blockchain literally lists every fucking transaction ID, every transaction that was confirmed, every type of transaction that was ever made on the network through the blockchain. Okay, so then uh, we our transaction, I buy your school Boom! We get the blockchain. That blockchain is added to the. It goes. Big it goes. It goes to the block. It doesn't. You don't get the blockchain. It goes. Yeah. Right. Right. But I mean, they they take and they add to. It's almost like Jenga, right? They're just adding pieces to this big kind of um, block. That's go this cube, right? So it's like it's permanently in record. Yeah. Once that's validated, it's I, not really a fucking cube. It, it's just. Just. It's just. It's. It's all. It's all in the internet. It's all decentralized. It's, it's through the, the miners. and it, it doesn't have a place. There's no place. The data is all connected together. Um, so, so it's everyone a technology. That's, so this, this it's replaces actual physical currency with a tech. It's like the internet of money as I've been heard people refer to it. Yeah. It, but cryptocurrency is, is far more than just money. It, it's a way to verify identification it's a way to minimize remittance fees it's a way to utilize royalty assessments like smart contracts mm-hmm. there there are so many use cases for it that it's not just about money it, it's literally about just more efficiency better technology uh you know it's there's so much opportunity from it that it's it's not just money for peer-to-peer transactions anymore. Right. It's the, t- the blockchain technology is essentially the internet 2.0. There you go. That's really what it is. It is. It is. Okay. You know, like, can you imagine back when internet first came out, you yeah. know, like people are fucking looking at their black and white TV and they're, 
they're spinning the knob, changing the channels, yeah. and then fucking the internet pops up. Can you imagine like bringing this to like somebody back in the fifties, bringing like an iPhone that's colored, taking pictures and videos? Yeah. To somebody back in the fifties that are you know still watching like black and white TV, it's like, yeah. what the fuck is that? Right. I'm trying to think like how could I explain this to my father? That's basically the, you know, the technology of it is just so far advanced, and the people that are like working on this. They're fucking, they're fucking geniuses. Like, well, so it's, the binary code, people think of it as something that's only used for computer systems. But binary code, it goes zeros and ones. That goes all the way back to the I Ching. So we've been using numerical values to express everything from philosophies to straight up to whatever. Me and you, my name's not Ryan. Your name's not Sam. You have a social security number. Yeah. So to accept this as the way of the future – that we would more likely than not, some way down the road, why would you not have a Bitcoin wallet that was like, right. this is who I am? Right, right, right. So there's a couple things about these transactions that are pretty interesting. It's irreversible, right? The pre- um, even the some pre- of them, some, there's new ones coming out that are able to reverse it. Is that good? Yeah, um, because it makes you essentially... Hack proof because there have been instances where people hack yeah. and steal cryptocurrency from a company or a person. Well, you, did you ever hear the story that in uh, I think it's uh, World of War? What is the big one? World What's of the, Warcraft. World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. That somebody stole and the game stole something in the game and they had him arrested in real life. Oh yeah, no, I think that I've heard uh, even crazier things about Warcraft. Someone uh, hacked someone else's account and stole some, like, super precious sword. And that nerd went with a replica of that sword to the guy's house and killed him. Oh, my mm. God. So, so crazy. So, That's fucking crazy. Here's a little thing that makes me nervous. Uh, pseudonyms. You know? Uh, is there anyone going to uh, – you know, it's my problem with the internet. It's like the, everybody's anonymous, which is good in some things but bad in other things. It's that you know, it's like – how do you know who you're dealing with now? Is that kind of how – is that good so that the government can't tell who you are? Uh, I don't I don't really understand what you're, what you're saying. Is it, is, is it good that you don't know who you're dealing with? To, I mean, what do you, you mean? You, what do you mean I don't know? Everybody who is – everybody's anonymous, right? I mean it's anonymous? Um, Am I getting that wrong? These, okay, maybe I'm getting that wrong. Uh, it's uh, – okay, so there are – there are cryptocurrencies that are completely anonymous. Yes. And then there are like Bitcoin, for example, you know, I know who I'm sending the money to. Okay. Um, so in that sense, it's not really anonymous. It's just right. it's just a easier way, faster way to send money. But Bitcoin now, because there are so many the with the rise in popularity of Bitcoin, there are now it's just they didn't factor in the scalability, which is a huge problem with with the blockchain and Bitcoin, which is why Bitcoin has been transitioning from a peer-to-peer uh, payment to just essentially a store of value. Because okay. is that good? Yeah, it depends on you know. It depends on how. Is you that look getting at away it. from what it was meant to be? I mean, is is it is it good? When you make that, it a store of something. Like I'm trying to think about where, how, and where. It's not. Does, you know, like, like it's it's really the up to you. come in. And it's take entirely this thing up over. to you. It's how you see it. You know, for me, I think it's fucking great. I think it's awesome because you literally get to have, uh, you can store a ton of value in currency, which is always 
valued by other people. Um, you know, it's through a fucking little USB drive. Yeah. You, yeah, you per- put it in a cold, cold storage wallet and that's literally downloadable offline so you can take it off the blockchain. Uh, the transaction and the data will stay there, but you will download, you can download your cryptocurrency. So I, obviously if you have a lot, uh, that's the best and safest way to do it. You lock it up and you put it on a offline cold storage wallet. So that's where it differs from our current system. Like right now, Sam, like all your money, if whatever banks that you're part of just go belly up or some shit happens, you can't get your money back. Like, yeah. you, you, like it's weird because I see how people and myself are leery to like jump all in and you probably shouldn't ever jump all in. Yeah, anything. I think you need you should, to do research, a lot of research. But we don't own our fucking money now and our money is, doesn't represent gold anymore. Like you said, so really all we have is ones and zeros. And so if this is another form of it where it's not debt-based and it's not fractionalized and I'm able to peer-to-peer, I'm able to do services rendered, I can buy things, there's no stopping this. They've started in 2009 and it's only gotten bigger, correct? Like it's only just been growing and growing and growing. Yeah. So uh, when people hear growth, they think of the inevitable bubble. Is there a bubble to be worried about in Bitcoin? How does Bitcoin go up and down? Why would it go up and down? People pulling their money out and that causes it to... Supply. It's just simple economics. There's two... Suddenly there's a supply giant supply of Bitcoins come through? Supply and demand. That's really what it is. Um, so how would you address the, the, the fears of a bubble? Well... And how do you describe Once a again, I am not, you know, a financial advisor. No. But as far as, as far as a bubble goes, uh, a bubble bubble would be it's it's essentially a speculative mania where people are just overvaluing an asset uh, the price of an asset that is um, greater than its intrinsic value okay that that's really what a bubble is so, um, so you know get- like back in the day when Goldman Sachs is tying up these uh, portfolios and selling them off as mm-hmm. investment opportunities. Those portfolios were they were empty. There wasn't anything in it because the the properties and the values were it was all bullshit. But yeah. here with Bitcoin, um, there's only there's only 16 million Bitcoins in the world, and they're never going to make more. It, it, that you can't. It's that was the way that the network was launched. Well, so why if I have a bazillion dollars, why don't I just go buy all the Bitcoin? Yeah, you 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 should. Hmm. So is this how people like the Rothschild and Rockefellers and other Vandenbergs and whoever else is this? Is this how they can control Bitcoin? Is by buying a shit ton of it? It, it would. Yeah, I mean, if Bitcoin became a million dollars right now, then they might be able to take all of it. But if they took all of it, then then be, wouldn't be worth anything. Then it probably wouldn't be worth any mo- hmm. any money anymore. Um, it it know, only works if another person has a Bitcoin. Other, peop- all other people have to still have, there's obviously still has to have demand. There has to have some sort of value. And the value is either it's stored as another form of value of currency, as okay. an alternative to currency, or uh, it, it actually can be used to buy things. But 
right now there's like sites online that are offering Lamborghinis for Bitcoins. Um, you're going to be able to buy Bitcoins with a house for, or use your Bitcoins to buy a house. There are new currencies, uh, coins that are coming out to be able to do things like that and oh. utilize your Bitcoins. So now, now getting into the Rothschilds and all that stuff, the thoughts that this is the beginning of a new world order. Like this is when you get everybody under now. Is this the one world currency? One world the, currency, the new world order. Now you know the whole thing about how they. Like I said, out. the Bitcoin is only just one aspect of the cryptocurrency. There are there's essentially four different types. Um, there's equities, smart contracts, uh, verification, and then there's the actual currency of payment. There, so there's four, actually four different types of cryptocurrencies that have different cases. Uh, like I said, the smart contracts, um, the smart contracts you can use basically between a, a computer program so that let's just say I have a smart contract set up with uh, an artist. Okay. So an artist will play at my house and every time the artist comes and plays at my house, it will uh, he will automatically receive 0.1 Bitcoin. Okay. And that smart contract will it will automatically distribute the Bitcoin, uh, th- not Bitcoin though, but through uh, oh, Ethereum or yeah. the different smart contract platforms that are available. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. That totally. So makes that sense. that's another use case of it. Um, there are other ways to, like I said, I, verify identity. Um, there's there's one with Civic. There's another one called Icon. Um, these ones they verify identity. So um, Icon, what they do essentially is they're gonna they have a partnership with different universities. Um, this launched in Korea, so they have a partnership with different universities and hospitals where you can verify your identity utilizing the cryptocurrency. So these hospitals and these universities are gonna be using the cryptocurrency to transfer the data back and forth from the person that they need to verify and also research data for the hospitals. And they're going to allow other blockchains to come in and use that uh, technology so it's more efficient, it's faster, it's, you know, the cost. Think about how much money it would take to, um, how much money they can save at the same time utilizing newer technologies. It's also the same thing with um, one of the ones that I really like, it's called Kasha. Uh, Kasha is, they're basically a new cryptocurrency as well, which they're utilizing Forex technology or the Forex market only primarily because in certain parts of the countries, like in America or different places in, in the world, it's still not completely regulated. Yes. So that, um, in order for some of these institutions uh, to be sending money through the cryptocurrency, it, they're not allowed to. So there's many diverse so applications for this. From, from extremely in the modern it's, world, it's literally endless. There are so many. There's like another one called Gut Tickets. Um, it's another one where you can buy tickets online through your phone that will send the ticket straight to your wallet. Uh, to your wallet, it'll send it straight to your phone. Um, and people don't have to go through Ticketmaster anymore. You could literally just go through, like these companies can sign up with gut tickets. They can <laughs> utilize their cryptocurrency and 
instead of uh, them paying Ticketmaster a fee to hold the ticketing and distribute the tickets, okay. it will literally just go to the end user. So when I think of technology, technology is a complex system that make things simpler for us. Yeah. Like how hard it would be for me to send an email to you, Sam. Oh, it's so ridiculous. There's, there's many complex moving parts to this. The thing that it's fascinates me about cryptocurrencies is it taps into the unbanked, and that's India and Africa. We're talking about people that don't have an infrastructure at all. Yeah. So if they're able to get to Wi-Fi, then they can actually access – they don't have access to banks because they're not in that type of world – we're talking about like 2.1 billion people on this planet two, are without 2.5 without banks, right? 2.5 billion people that are unbanked in so this world. This, oh my god! Can you imagine? Yeah. That's just you don't think about that kind of stuff here, um, here in America, but over yeah, in because I got a chase on every corner. Yeah, I got so a chase got, inside of Starbucks. We got first world problems over here. Yeah, so yeah, this is <laughs> the socioeconomic reformation, basically. But that's the that's the nature of. I mean, that's just the reality of it. But at the same time, when you do, let's just say we have these people um, that are coming out of their country from like India and they want to send money back to their family. Mm -hmm. And if they want to do that, if they are sending money back into, uh, you know, a family where they don't have a bank, it costs about 20 to 25 percent to just the transaction fee. To send that money back. So if I send $1,000, you know, it can cost up to $250. They take it out of the front. So now the person that needs that money is only getting 750 bucks. Okay. Now with cryptocurrency, uh, specifically with Kasha, what they're able to do now is send that money for literally fractions of that. I mean, maybe, and it's maybe, like a, right? maybe a dollar. And so it gets there in like 15 minutes. Five minutes. They use, then. they use, yes, it does, but they're also using the Forex market so that they can. What be, is the Forex market? The foreign exchange market. Okay. Foreign exchange market, um, it's about $70 trillion. There's about $70 trillion, but there's really, you know, $200 trillion hmm. in the world. But on the for, foreign exchange market, it's $5.5 trillion is traded every single day. Wow. That's a big number. That is a yeah. big number, dude. Yeah, that's a it's really a lot fucking of cash, big number. Oh so they're using the Forex market, and that way, if I'm sending it over here, then they can get whatever uh, you know, whatever the, the currency is over in India right. or in right. Africa right. or wherever it needs to go, wherever they need that money. They don't they they're not gonna get the US dollar. They get that that money and converted to at a very, very low fee. So this so, is a technology that helps us break out of our banking enslavement system. So, so we need to uh, kind of switch owners. We switch uh, slave masters. Uh, there, I mean, uh, here's the whole thing. Do you know how the Rothschilds came into really power? They, they, so the, the, the head Roth, Rothschild, I forget what his name is. He, he's brilliant, right? Like I think at like 10 years old, he was already interning at some like at banks and stuff. He's like very ahead of his time. So what what happens is is that uh, England and France go to war. And what he did was he found out that England had won the war, but nobody knew it yet. So he ran back and told everybody. He had a, you know people in place. He told everybody that France had lost. I mean, France had won and Britain had lost. And everybody freaked out and they sold all their bonds. 
They sold all their bonds. He came in and bought all the bonds. He literally basically took the pound over. So a house built on lies. Yeah. So my whole thing is like if this is a one world order or one one world, uh, you know, currency, if everybody invests their money in this, a lot of it, mm-hmm. what stops them from just pulling the plug under it, from it? Is that possible? Who? The, the, who who, the powers that be, the uh, people who run the internet, the dark, the deep state, uh, darker forces at work. I don't know how the fuck you could do that. It, it's it's all decentralized. All the information's out there. There's value. Uh, There's with, no one place that yeah. Bitcoin is traded. You can't trade it in the ether. Is that what you're saying? That so they can't control it. There's literally no way to. You can ban it. Um, through the internet somehow with maybe like a IP type of thing, but there's literally no way to just turn it off. So the other concerns is uh, what's like the potential? Because we're talking about the dark net and darkness uh, and cyber crime. So can I buy illegal gr- drugs, child porn? Can I hire yeah. a hitman to kill my ex girlfriend yeah. or future? I mean, there are fucking weirdos out there, and they're gonna do what they do regardless. Yeah, I mean okay. uh, that 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 doesn't really have anything to do with Bitcoin because yeah, you could totally do that. Because uh, it, but, originally but then, Bitcoin had a kind of a bad rap because on the Silk Road people were doing some crazy shit and using Bitcoin. That's what I mean. Because though. it wasn't it wasn't directly tied with your name, exactly. which is which is the case. But uh, you know. Nowadays, there are companies that are able to follow from the original transaction because of the blockchain. Nobody, it, the technology wasn't developed enough at the time where people understood how to follow through the blockchain and follow that transaction. But now, you technically, there are technologies being developed so that they can, so that essentially uh, the IRS is working with these different exchanges. Um, there was a federal judge that uh, basically said that yeah they can work together in order to find out Trace who's not paying their tax because back about about last year um, there was about maybe like 200 people that uh, reported capital gains so interesting well so this is some breaking news shit that literally just happened this week um here it goes. Uh, you, have you heard of the National Defense Authorization Act? So uh, President Trump signed into law. It's going to happen in 2018. Uh, the National Defense Authorization Act, this past Tuesday, December 19th, 2017. It is a $700 billion defense policy bill that mandates for a briefing on cyber applications of blockchain technology. Language within the bill is part of a much wider effort to modernize the United States military before decades of what they call hybrid wars break out. So the blockchain study, according to the bill, will create, quote, an assessment of efforts by foreign powers, extremist organizations, and criminal networks to utilize such technologies. The fact that they just went straight in and signed this shit means that it's Bankers popping, run everything, dude. Popping up this on the has radar. to freak them out. Oh, it's, uh, it's on the radar. It, it has to, dude. Yeah. You're, you're getting rid of them. Yeah. So like I said before, I, I didn't really get into the numbers of it, but from 2009 to 2017, mm-hmm. Bitcoin and all these altcoins, which are the alternative coins, they the total amount of money that was invested from 2009 to 2017, about 
up until six months ago, mid-2017, it was $100 billion. Damn. So that's that's a lot of money still, that right? Lot that's a lot of money. money. But in the last six months, I don't know if you guys remember how much I told you was the global market cap right now, but it's $600 billion. Yesterday, this morning, it was $640 billion. So it it's grown just in this past six months. It's grown 550, 540 billion, 540%. Just fucking crazy. So in your own personal So what does that world, mean? Just like that's how many people have invested in it? That's that how many means that coins? there are, that is that many people, new money is coming in. Yeah. $540 billion is new money. So in your own personal experience, have you seen people come up big? Fuck Yeah. Any numbers you can throw out? Uh, the Winklevoss brothers—they're—they're they're cashing out three hundred billion. Jesus, that's it's real fucking money. Three hundred billion, and those those guys—they started uh, one of the exchanges. Um, so they—it's called Gemini, but they started that and they invested in Bitcoin. They were hedging on the fact that Bitcoin was going to be at this level. So yeah, three hundred billion. I don't know if that's so, enough money for you guys, but well, no, does. that is more. How do I know it is a real Bitcoin? What do you See, mean? you know what was happening in Las Vegas. Uh, people were there. Were so many people that there was so much crazy. You'll know if it's a real Bitcoin if you get it in your wallet. You'll you'll get a pending transaction. Where do I go get a wallet? You got to go online. I go. I put in Bitcoin wallet. Bitcoin wallet exchange. Um, I I would recommend not holding your bitcoins on a wallet. You know, if you're holding like a thousand bucks, okay, it's probably not a big deal. But once you actually start getting some dough in this thing, you uh, you don't want it to get hacked. You don't want somebody to. You can so you, somebody can literally just follow you, get your shit, and they so have access to So what do I do? Like it, as soon as it gets to something, I just cash out. Is that what you're saying? Cash out. Just be, you gotta, you gotta know what you're, are you, are you keeping it on an exchange so that you can trade or are you trying to, you know, you can also hold it offline and just let it appreciate. You can just hold. There are different terminologies. Can they hack it when it hold? When I hold? If you put it on a cold storage wallet, no. Unless like they break into your house and take it. Interesting. So interesting. But then even if they have it, they still need the, the 15 were keys and then mnemonic, mnemonic passwords to get all. So interesting. I know we just it's hit the easy. tip of the iceberg on this, Dale. We appreciate you giving us some of the ins and outs. But um, how could people get a hold of you and keep in contact to see you building this university that you got going on? Uh, I'm. It's you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, Instagram would be the best way to okay. to keep in touch. Uh, I literally just we've been I've been working on this with my partners. So. Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram, and I'll, I'll I'll be releasing more information on that. Uh, my Instagram's Dale Y Song D A L E Y S O N G. Um, follow me on Instagram, and if you guys follow me on there, I'll probably throw out some kind of like promo code too, where you guys can get a deal on it. Um, cool. But literally, I've just put so countless fucking hours of time and research, and just built up a community of people that I trust. Other people that provide valuable information of uh, just sharing knowledge and, and really just understanding where it's going. Are there a lot going. of chicks in the Bitcoin? Are there some hot chicks in the Bitcoin yet? 
And he bitches uh, in the Bitcoin. But the bitches in the Bitcoin say, hey. Yeah, well, we, could probably, we could probably do better with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate it, Del. We'll check back up with you because uh, we plan on trying I- I'm to I'm interested, some money. dude. I want to buy something. I want to be into this. I'm, I'm uh, very If you guys intrigued. don't, it would just be foolish. Well, hey, man, I'm in, dude. I just got to figure it out. I got to go like, okay, so I'm going to go hand 15 grand to somebody and come away with a Super Mario chip. Yeah. Figure it out. So interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll stay in touch with you and we'll figure this out. Can I name goes. my Bitcoin? Like, this is my buddy. Fuck yeah. It's my buddy Bitcoin. But now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Uh, the people demand it all the time. And it's what we call it. Do you have the other music? Oh, yeah. Here we go. They forgot. Real quick. Aaron. Aaron. Don't be an idiot. Open your mind. Why, God? So I strongly suggest that you wake the fuck up, you filthy animal. Time for everyone's favorite part. Aaron, thoughts? It's just funny that I have to pl- I have to like adjust the levels on this music that's well, about me. It's, yeah. it's just bizarre. Uh, I'm be honest. I was paying attention. I still don't get it. Yeah. Um, I, I get it. I get it. I, I do want to know what the going rate on uh, how many Bitcoins is a murder. Is it like three, four? Yeah. No, I think well, a murder would Depends be on one Bitcoin. You... Depends on where you are. You can get yeah, a good yeah, yeah. murder for yeah. about five grand if you talk to the right person. But just know, most likely, you're talking to an FBI agent. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you ask them, they have to tell you. No, no, no they don't. <laughs> I know a guy with red hair and a beard that'll do it for cheap, man. The Lolo. I'll give you his name. But it's interesting, right, man? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, it's, it did open my mind. I, I get it now. I get it now. I, I just, I would, I would be so scared that I'm not technically savvy enough to be safe. You know what I mean? Well, you got to get into it, dude. I know this guy opening a school. They will teach you everything. <laughs> this is also coming from the guy that thinks uh, his cell phone goes out every time he drives by the Church of Scientology in North Hollywood. So. It does. I want, I want, I want your school to sponsor this show, and we'll work something out so we get the word out for you that people know about your Bitcoin Academy. Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, basically, we're going to give all the information you need to know in order to understand it, because that's that's the important thing. And not only that, though, if you actually do want to get into it, there's there's a lot of volatility. So training people to understand how that volatility and training the different strategies. I got a question now. How am I going to make it rain Bitcoin on the strippers? Am I just going to throw fucking Bitcoins at them? You t- you could you could just fucking, you could just bring like. You just yell at your number. You just yeah. bring One, two, cool three, mail. four, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. This is very educational. I enjoyed this. I learned a lot and I'm ready to invest. Hell yeah. We appreciate all your guys' five-star reviews on iTunes. It's you been guys have us helped out. us become a top 40 podcast yeah. on iTunes. Aaron, thoughts on that? It's great. Love it. That's kind of cool, right? That's exciting. I, it awesome. is exciting. That's pretty fucking How dope. How many podcasts do you think there are, comedy podcasts there are? It's got to be like oh, 8 million. Thousands. Right? Yeah, but how many All Things Comedy podcasts that you're personally on the side of that is in the top 40? One? <laughs> Two? You do the dollop from time to time? I do. All right. Dollop's killing it. I mean, they just watch it it to see the redheaded Jesus. Hey, there you go. Well, dude, I'm with you. Everybody loves this guy. Five-star reviews. Everybody loves him. I'm like the – every time we hang out, I'm like the fat chick. 
He just hands mm. me his purse and goes dances on this, the fucking floor. <laughs> you're funny. I'm funny looking. You know, you're good. You're combo. not funny. Like, you're like a young William Defoe. Goddamn. Ooh. All yeah. right. Five star reviews. Sexy. Thank you, Tinfoil Hat from Yeah Buddy. My favorite podcast. I can't wait for what's next. Where's Where justice is denied, where poverty is enforced, where ignorance prevails, and where one class is made to feel that the society is the organized conspiracy to oppress, rob, and degrade them, neither persons nor property will be safe. Frederick Douglass. So we got a time traveler that left a five-star review. <laughs> I was going to say, is that, the, uh, I like, I like, is that the credo of the three amigos? I think so. Maybe, yeah. maybe. All right, Whatever awesome. That's my favorite, dude. Here it goes. This one's by Elm Street Detective. Keep up the great work, Samwise. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Did you see? No, where's the one? No, you pointed out that one. Oh, that's so, one. All right. And this one right here is from Room 6177. I drive an armored truck, and I just discovered the podcast. And I listened to 40 episodes this week. Love the show. Stay woke. Stay woke, motherfucker. That's awesome. Stay woke. Here it Where goes. Where is the one I like? Ah, oh, fuck. I can't find it. Yeah. So keep on sending in those five-star reviews. This is how uh, it pops up on Al's uh, radar. Yeah. Guys, is... the more the reviews you give us, the more five-star. You can even say we suck. Just give us some five-stars, And this is the last one of 2017, and you guys will see us uh, in a new studio soon, right? A new yeah. sexy What is studio? up with that, Ryan? I mean, uh, Aaron, what's up with that? Get your Bitcoins. Get your <laughs> Bitcoins, dog. Uh, your... Yeah, we're not there yet, but we're, we're getting closer. Yep. It's like the website, the Punch Drunk website. Oh, Two weeks don't away. even get me started on that. Keep on emailing <laughs> us at Tinfall Hat started. Pod for uh, future guests and any type of topics. We got big shit coming in 2018. Here guys. is it. Sam Sam is our generation's Art Bell. That was the one I really liked. Ooh. We're going to start doing these all the time. I enjoyed this episode. Guys, thank you so much for your support. Again, email us. Check out the T-shirts. I'm going to put that Jesus Was Woke. How about that? That's a good shirt, dog. Jesus was woke, dog. Um, we love you guys. This show is not possible without your guys' enthusiasm. If you know people are into it, spread the word. The bigger the show gets, the better the guests get. We love you guys very much. Without you guys, this show doesn't happen. We appreciate everything you do, and we will see you uh, in 2018. Hey, everybody. Uh, here is a little bit of a uh, bonus to this episode. Sometimes when we put an episode out, uh, information comes out that changes the subject that we were discussing. So uh, we did a, we did this episode on Bitcoin. It was a great episode. But later on, I got a little more information. My friend Reed, who is supposed to be on the podcast, he actually sent me a video that was very, very interesting. And the reason that uh, and it kind of changed my view of Bitcoin, okay? So big thing here is uh, this video is from uh, um, Crowdsource the Truth. It's a uh, Jason Goodman's video. If you, if you get a chance, go check out his YouTube page. It's a wonderful page. The guy works really hard on putting out and discovering what is the truth. So it's a really good video. Reed uh, sent me this in, uh, video, and it's basically breaking down it's an interview that Jason did with a guy named uh, Quinn Michaels. Okay, Quinn Michaels, you can find his, uh, he's got a YouTube page at all. Uh, he's a very interesting guy. He, he looks like he has a lot going on uh, in his head. Like he's an interesting man. He's very deep into it. 
He's put out some videos about he who he thinks is this, who he thinks is that. One of the videos he put out that he thought that Q on the Q, the guy Q who's been putting out all this information is a guy Tyler from uh, um, ZeroHedgeFund.com. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but he has some interesting theories. And one of the theories he puts out that I found very interesting, okay, was um, that Bitcoin was in fact invented by AI, artificial intelligence, okay? And it's basically his theory is this, is that the that since we don't know who this Yakasaka Matamoto dude is, no way he's never come forward. He created this this beautiful thing, yet has never come forward. No one knows who he is. We've only had a couple emails from this guy. So we're just going to assume this really is some Japanese dude, right? Uh, the emails say that why he created this. Now, the, the whole creation was that the economy crashes, right? Uh, Obama has, uh, you know, during the... The uh, end of the George Bush era and the beginning of the Obama era, they bail out the banks. Too big to fail, blah, blah, blah. So this cryptocurrency, which they've been trying to do forever, right? We talked about that, right? It's trying to do forever, uh, comes out. Like it's failed a million times. Here comes Bitcoin, the first successful version, person to person. And the whole point is this, is that it, this guy, Mike uh, Quinn Michaels, believes it was made by AI in order to get people to basically turn their computers over to the AI so that it can learn. Now, a lot of people ask, why does Bitcoin have monetary value? Well, what is this monetary value? Why is it when we recorded this this episode was Bitcoin worth fifteen point seven? thousand dollars and then the next day it literally dropped to a thousand dollars who dropped it why did it drop it it's very interesting they put a monetary value to it because that gets you interested in it you get interest you want to invest in it oh everybody's got bitcoin everybody's into it i have to invest in this you throw your money and now the ai has your computer it can monitor you it can learn from you the value why does why does bitcoin have value, where did it start? Well, according to this Michael Q, Michael, Q, excuse me, Quinn Michaels, according to him, is that Bitcoin started out as currency for illegal activity. The dark web of buying weapons, drugs, and uh, really other disgusting stuff that happens on the dark web. I've never been on the dark web. I have no desire to go on the dark web. Okay. So that's where the money comes. That's why the value shoots up because it's so important because you have to have one of these Bitcoins to do sales on to buy and sell on the dark web. Now, this belief of this, this Quinn Michaels is that the, the AI is using the blockchain, okay? You can't hack into the blockchain. You can't take anything off the block. It is permanent because it's such an advanced code. This guy, Quinn Michael, says he only knows two dudes who have ever, who are smart enough to do this code to create Bitcoin. That there's nobody smart enough out there to create it except for these two guys, and they both say they haven't done it. He does not know who did this code. And therefore, he wonders if it was a human being. And he, he believes that this, this blockchain, and as you remember from the rest of the episode, uh, 
uh, a transaction is made. That transaction is agreed upon by everybody else, peer to peer. It it makes a block. That block is that transaction. That block is put into the blockchain. Blockchain is permanent. There's no way to take it off. Okay, why? Because it's so advanced. That blockchain, according to this Quinn Michaels, is where all the AIs will meet. It is this where singularity happens. This is the beginning of AI, according to this guy. And you know what? It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense, man. I'm really starting to think that this is a little bit more than we're all. And we are we are in it, dude. And that these guys, what's going to happen is all the AIs will meet at this blockchain. And they will form a program so advanced that no human being will be able to hack into this blockchain. And that is the beginning of the matrix, my friends. That is the beginning of the matrix. We have, we are now in the middle of the matrix. I am uh, kind of shocked. It's kind of scary, man. It makes me think that because we, you know, and now his whole theory is that the, uh, the house of sod is trying to control all the, uh, all the AI and that, listen, we've had this kind of discussion over time that, you know, okay, we're going to have robots building everything. Who's going to pay taxes? Now, if you have artificial intelligence doing everything, how are you going to collect taxes on these things? This guy says Bitcoin is how these rich people think they're going to tax AI by using Bitcoin. Now, that's crazy, too. See, and this is where mankind gets fucked. Because these guys think they're going to be smart enough to control artificial intelligence. And what have we learned, man? There was just a story of a computer that learned chess. Every chess move in the history of chess, he learned this computer, excuse me, learned it four hours. And it took on the number one chess guy, I think, I, and it beat him two out of three, right? But it was using moves that no one's ever seen before. Think about that, man. It created moves that nobody had seen in the 1,500 years of chess. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? That's just fucking crazy, dude. That blows my fucking mind, man. That blows my mind. I'm using this H4 Zoom for the first time, and uh, I'm trying to get the levels right for you guys. So if it shoots up, my apologies. But I wanted to add that. I wanted to add that. These guys both... Uh, Jason Goodman and Quinn Michaels both say we have the right to know who invented Bitcoin, and I agree with that. It is very suspicious that this man who created the greatest thing in the world has not come forward. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you not come forward? So fucking interesting. So that was the new thing I wanted to add. Uh, thank you guys so much for living, living. Thank you for living too, and thank you for listening. You guys, are thank you for listening to Tin Foil Hat with Sam Tripoli. Take care.